This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, there you are, traveler. Come inside, hang up your coat, put your feet by the fire, and I shall bring you what you so desperately seek. Rude tales of magic. Ah, welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. It's been two years since the events of two years ago. But for our heroes, it's only been two days of floating up that lazy K River. It's early dawn now. They're deep into a part of the world known as Cordelian Pastoral, a gentle place where the farmlands roll off into the horizon, small towns dot the landscape, and rhubarb pies are left out to cool on windowsills. Yes, even the river itself flows more slowly in this part of the world. Giant willow trees sweep out over the riverbanks, and cattails sway lazily in the breeze as the humid air pushes them around. But it's not without its dangers. Twice now, you've floated past riverside towns with visible call stones in the distance. They always look the same. Large stones with your faces on them that look to have recently emerged from the earth. Were it not for the cover of twilight, or perhaps the Spanish moss, you might have been detected. Your closest call came at a crossroad when you saw an upright deer standing among some call stones that had emerged recently, uprooting a sign. He looked at you, looked at the call stones, looked back at you, back at the call stones, back at you, and in common said, fuck the police, before running up a tree. Hey, uh, Sturf? Yeah, yes, yes, Billy. Were you able... To, did you hold on to any of those T-bones? I did know I'd be... They were all prepared, yeah. were all prepared oh. for the meal, yeah. Oh, I forgot to grab any of those vegetables. And speaking of grabbing, uh, Albie, your foot, your hooves... You don't have feet, you have hooves. Uh, one of your hooves, you feel something very cold and very slimy move around it. <laughs> Uh, you okay? Oh, yeah. What's up? Um, I'm looking. What do I see? It's gone. Whatever it was is already gone. Something just slithered over my foot. Oh, an e- probably an eel? Oh, no. Why are we still in the water? Let's walk. Get uh, out. Let's get... Uh, DeBonesby yeah. is still hanging off of Albie um, <laughs> because he can't float on his own. Right. Uh, I didn't want it to touch me. It's probably just an eel. No, that's a big deal. So Sir, I- it slithers uh, and you feel it move up your back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's get out of the water, eh? shall we? Everyone else, what you see now as you're looking at Stir Fry, when Stir Fry has your attention, is a uh, a large, pale humanoid with long hair and wild eyes and sharpened teeth. Sharpened by what? Evolution or the creature? Who knows? It uh, lifts its head up out of the water and shrieks with a... <laughs> and it's going to uh, uh, plunge its teeth down into Stir Fry's shoulder. Ah, 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 oh, ah, ah, ah. Oh, fuck! Oh, sh- oh, oh! Stir fry, that's six damage. Fuck. Holy Albie's shit. gonna swing at it. Yeah, go for it. Eight. Okay, you're gonna miss. Albie tries to pu- 
punch at this thing that's attacking Stir Fry, but she completely loses her bearings in the water and rolls over face down instead. What are you doing? And Albie, as you go into the water, what you see down below you is a group of six mermaids. And she, uh, Albie pops out of the water. She's like, mermaids! They've got you encircled and they're surrounding you. Whoa! Um, hey. Hey? All right, at hey, two mermaids uh, flank you, Cordelia, and they splash up out of the water. With a, and they are going to uh, grab you by the shoulders and pull you down. You need to make a strength saving throw. I got a critical fail. Okay. Easily. They easily pull you down right into the water and you are submerged. And when you are down there, you, with your devil sight, you can see it very clearly as another mermaid is just like torpedoing itself straight at you with its mouth full of sharpened teeth uh, open. And it's it's just it's chomp, chomp, chomping as it swims directly at you. She's struggling. Uh, Albie is going to dive under uh, and try to get to Cordelia. What have you done? as you go under, uh, one of the mermaids is going to grab you, and they just grab you by the spine, and they're, they're it's very strong. It's like, God, it's like, it's wet, slimy hand around your spine, and it just sort of gives a shake, but you're not going anywhere. Bellow's going to cast Speak with Animals. Okay, fantastic. Let my friends go. And what you hear when you cast Speak with Animals is you hear uh, the fish in the surrounding area say, Mermaid alert, mermaid alert, mermaid alert, mermaid alert, mermaids, mermaids in the area, mermaid, mermaid alert, swim away, swim away. Do the mermaids say anything back to me? No, they do not. Albie is uh, swimming towards Cordelia underwater, and she's going to try and wrestle her free from the mermaids. Yeah, make an athletics roll. Nine. So you get down there, a mermaid grabs you from behind, and they've both got you, and they're holding you under the water. You're losing oxygen. Uh, um, Stirfry is going to... Is the mermaid... Are, are the mermaid's teeth still in Stirfry's shoulder? Or are, yes, they are. Stirfry is going to turn his neck over, and like Willie the Woodpecker, peck, peck, peck into the mermaid's ear. Okay, great. You do three damage right to its ear. It shrieks. It goes, ah, fuck you! And it, uh... Goes, Splashes down into the water. And as it does that, its little fish tail splashes up out of the water and then back down. Cordelia rips her arms away from both of the mermaids on either side of her. Make a strength roll. 17. 17? All right, yeah, you get out. These things are very strong and you actually just barely get out, but you do, you're stronger, you're Cordelia, you you get out of there. Cordelia throws her hands together and casts burning hands. Underwater? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, it happens. It, uh, so. It's like a flare. Yeah. So she, her thumbs touch, and she shoots a, a attempts to shoot a blast of fire out of her hands. All right, but since you're underwater, the fire is instantly put out. However, what it does is it, you send really hot boiling water at yeah. it. So boiling water is shooting from Cordelia's uh, hands at, directly at the mermaid in front of her. Okay, great. Boiling water shoots at it, and it scalds its face, and it just... And it can speak very clearly, and you hear it very well underwater. Uh, And she tries to grab Albie and make for the surface. So you grab Albie, and you start making it towards the surface, and two mermaids grab you by the feet, and they start swimming down as hard as they can. You're getting up, but they're pulling down. You're not quite making it to the wa- to the top of the water. Okay, Albie is starting to, like, fade a little bit, but with the strength that she has left, she's going to shoot a, uh, she's going to shoot her fist below her, and a blast of concentrated air is going to emanate from her fist, driving towards the riverbed. Okay, cool. It, it shoots as a ripple of air and bubbles 
uh, and it, it just shoots down towards the riverbed and disrupts the mud at the bottom. A tiny crab down there says, I'm free, I'm free, I'm finally free. It gets caught in a root and says, oh, God, fuck, oh, he's a cop, he's a cop. As the column of air leaves Albie's fist, she and Cordelia start rising, fighting the mermaids and making their way to the top of the water. And you move up and up and up and up, and your uh, your mouth, you just get over and you, you can catch a, a, a gulp of air. <laughs> Albie. Mermaids down there, they've got to both be. And as soon as Albie says that, Bello, uh, you feel two mermaids grab you by the shoulders and pull hard to pull you down. Bello is having trouble seeing in the water. The river water is so dark. So Bello's going to quickly, almost with a reflex, he's going to call on his vacation energy and cast Weather is Here, Wish You Were, wish you were Beautiful, which is going to outline every object in a 20-foot radius in bright blue light. All right, so you see bright blue light surrounding you, your party members, your friends, but also six mermaids swimming around you and two extremely bright blue. Now they're bright. They used to be pale, very pale mermaids. Now they're bright blue. They're outlined in bright blue. Uh, they're grabbing you by the shoulders. They seem freaked out by this. In their freaked outness, do I get looses? Okay, I break free and I'm going to swim for the surface. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, you make it to the surface. <laughs> We gotta go! I'm gonna shut down to the Bonesby, who has been uh, pulled underwater. Yes. In a panic, he's uh, he decides, I've never I've never cast a spell underwater before, but I'll try it now! And he, he moves his fingers, and he blubbers out the magic words to pull off an alter self spell, specifically aquatic adaptation, which will allow him oh. to grow bony gills and little fins on his fingies and his toesies. All right, the Bonesby, with a horrible bone-clenching churn. We zoom in on your spine and on your neck. An unseen hand slices three little gills on each side of the bones on your spine. Now you have gills. You can breathe underwater, but that's not done. Your ribs, they begin to grow and thicken and grow. Now you have a crab shell on both the back and the front of you. Your arms change and you, you grow claws. The both of you have claws now. Your your hands, your uh, your thumb extends outward. It's a pincher. All of your fingers bleed together into one large sharpened bone. And on your other hand, a smaller claw. If I remember how crabs are shaped, your legs splinter into many little tiny legs. You got a bunch of the delicious. Ooh, you look good, but you got your same face. It's fucked up. <laughs> Excellent. And, uh, and did Bonesby, uh... Wait! You also have a lobster tail! <laughs> now this I like! And, uh, and did Bonesby uses that lobster tail to thwack the mermaid that's clenching against, um... I guess it's in his shell now, trying to grab a spine. Absolutely. Uh, meanwhile, the god of evolution, who just sort of looks around idly at where things are going, how how his creations are doing, looks at you and says, <gasps> No! <laughs> <laughs> good. I see it, and it is good. <laughs> I bet you, and you're swimming up now. Uh, the the mermaid, you you got mermaids still trying, they're, they're clutching your shell now, and they're, they're holding onto the back of it. I will say, I am not so concerned about getting to the surface now and that I have a crab body. I think I would feel perfectly comfortable going down. And he launches his, uh, his arms out, and he is now grabbing the mermaids. It's like, you want to go down? We're going down! DeBosby is pulling these mermaids down to the ground so that his, like, his new little crab legs can find purchase on the riverbed. And then he says... He can breathe totally fine now, so he's perfectly happy to try to speak underwater. He's like, now then, what's all this about? You, you work for the man with the net, don't you? 
the man with the neck? Don't let the man with the net, not the man with the neck. Every man has a neck, except those who have been injured. I'm sorry, it's hard to hear you underwater. Well, not for us. We hear very well. We're designed for underwater. And I'm not. Uh, uh, really? Have you seen yourself in the last few seconds? It's a thrilling... Let you... me go! Okay, fine. I let you go. Let us go. They they do. They let go. All of you are let go of. <gasps> oh. oh. But the mermaids, they swim down now to DeBonesby, and they're, they clearly, he's the leader, and they're, they're circling all around him. He's the man with the information. They're talking to you now. Yeah, DeBonesby crosses his big crab arms in front of him, and, he, and he's, like, really taking charge of this situation. He's like, now then... You seem to think we're in allegiance with a man with a net. I suppose some sort of fisherman is what you think. No fisherman. We know fishermen. We have deals with the fishermen. Nothing like that. There was a man with a net. He came and he took one of us. Go on. I've never heard of him. That's all we know. The man with the net came by. Okay. We used to be peaceful in the river, but the man with the net comes by. He takes one of us. I see. Look, we live in the river, swimming around, eating fish, occasionally eating children, but what are you going to do? We don't hurt anybody, all right? We live in the river, we don't pay taxes, and we live <laughs> the, the, the utopian libertarian dream here in the river. And you occasionally eat a child for sustenance. I think you and I don't need to take this tone. We're on the same page. We can only take this tone! Very well, then we'll continue the tone. How about this? We can the do some- gills, The gills at our neck! They, 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 they put so much pressure on our, our throats, we have to scream at all times! Yes, I see that now! I tried to act calm, but it doesn't work! We must push the water! Alright, what is it? Name your price! Alright, here's the deal. My friends and I are having a lot of problems around this river. We could use some guards, some help, some escorts, whatever. We'll find the guy with the net, we'll take care and get your person back, and you help us out. How's that go? Fantastic! We'll be your bodyguards, but you have to bring our friend back! They're more than a friend. They're our wife! (laughs) We'll bring back your wife. Do you know where she went? We don't know. A man with a net came by. An invincible net. An invincible net? We think so. Of course you would. I'm going to go back up to the surface and talk to my comrades, and we'll work this out. We're friends now. Go down with our blessing, but we warn you, if you ever return to the river after having betrayed us, you will never be safe if you're in this section of the river. Sounds fine. Goodbye. Goodbye to you, and good luck, our best friend. <laughs> and to Bonesby, uh pushes off with his crab legs and explodes <laughs> out of the water and scuttles to the shore, looking horrifying to all of you. Bello, <gasps> uh, Bello has helped Albie to the shore. Aww. So to Bonesby, you scuttle out of the water looking fucked up. Nearby, two raccoons look at you from a tree and one says to the other, now that's one fucked up guy. <laughs> to Bonesby, you're, you've progressed into your final form. Oh no, I'll turn back into a normal skeleton in a minute. Oh, oh, whenever I feel like it. This was something to... to, to <laughs> <laughs> or whatever I feel like. The rest of the show. I've spoken with the merfolk. They seem to believe that we're in allegiance with some sort of man with an invincible net that stole their wife. Oh. I parlayed a deal that we would return their wife in exchange for their protection and escorting along the Kay River. That's, oh. that's my man, Frederick. That's the Bonesby. Ah, um, hey, Bella, could you help me out here? That's the Bonesby, everyone. He's fucking making deals for our crew. That's the Bonesby. So where do we find their wife? They have no idea. I imagine we just keep walking along the river and we'll see who we see. And if we can't find their wife, we just don't go back this way. Oh, okay. Uh, 
DeBones, can I, th- can I throw one complication out at you? Certainly. So, like, finding a man with a net is going to involve, like, interacting with people who um, all seem to know about the bounties on our heads. Yes, that's true. That's yeah. why I don't yes. think we should go into towns. We should just play by ear, see who comes our way as we keep walking. Any interaction in a town is a risk, and we must wade each one. Wait a minute, Bello. Are you worried at all about bringing this kind of heat on your hometown? It seems like everywhere we go kind of so many wrecked. I have so many questions about home that, like, I can't even get into that yet. And it's so far away still. Okay. And I'll be just going to, like, rubs his shoulder. If my family's still there, which is an open question, I'm sure they'd still take me in. Oh, I mean, of course. I just don't want any, you know harm to come to them. No, I appreciate that. Oh, and by the way, Sturf and Bellow's going to, uh, Bellow's going to cast Cure Wounds. So he's going to uh, reach out towards Sturfry and some soft green light is going to emanate from Bellow's hands and at the same time glow onto Sturfry's shoulder. Sturfry grabs Bellow's hands. Sturfry grabs Bellow's glowing hands and uh, pushes it and pulls it onto the shoulder itself. Oh, that's not how it works, dude. Mm, oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Sturf. Thank you, Bello. Yeah. Bello. As Bello pulls his hand away, there's still a little like blood and goo as the spell was sort of knitting Stir Fry's flesh back together. That's now on his hand. Ah. Whew. Thank you, Bello. Oh. Yeah, dude. It. Yes. <clears throat> uh, Sturf, remind me. I wanted to talk to you later if I could. Oh. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm. Thank you for checking in. I have gone through a really hard time recently, so it's it's good it's good to know that you want to check mm-hmm. in. With me, so. Why did we have these interpersonal conversations and healing rituals and so on and so forth as we explore up the river, finding a way to our final destination, or a man with an invincible net? I like what I like what this form has done for you, Frederick. You 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 take charge in a way that's cool. It's funny because, like, in a way, you seem less crabby. <laughs> <laughs> I grow tired of you. I grow tired of this land. And and Frederick uh, scuttles back into the river. That's the way he's going. You can see him marching north along the riverbed. And you don't walk far before you see a large red and white sign that says Mitchell's Circus. Oh. Jesus Christ. This is a sign that's just like posted uh, along the the road? It's been hastily nailed up to a tree. Ah. Oh. Bellow's going to gather together a huddle. Guys, okay, we got to brainstorm. Is there any reason a circus might have a big net? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. to, to to catch the gymnasts. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, and there are animals in circuses. Yeah, for sure. What if they have a mermaid in the circus? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is a circus that's looking for exotic creatures. I'm not sure I should be... Crab de Bonesby, yes. Oh, we have to keep him safe. (laughs) I think actually most of us would be sideshows. Yeah, I think we're all... I mean... Stirfry goes and grabs Cordelia's hand. Yeah. Cordelia, I hope you know by now that if anyone at all tries to take you or anyone away from us, we'll kill them dead. <laughs> so there's no need to worry, Aww. all right? I have my knife, and I'll go slit any little throat that gets in your way, hey? Cordelia bends down and sort of, like, hugs him and picks him up and grabs him. Ah! 
<laughs> he kicks his little legs in joy. Aw. Is there, uh, I'll be scanning, is there a tent nearby? You miss it, but the Bonesby, from the water, you have yeah. eye stalks now. One of them just yeah. sticks up out of the water, and you see that up ahead, the undergrowth and the grass, it has all been pushed to the side. Bushes have been moved aside, and it looks like somebody has taken a very large cart and parked it very close to here. But they, there, there is uh, the remnant of a cart's path that leads right up. It seems that they were taking the same road you've been taking, and they just took a hard left. All right. Um, De um, uh, crunches his way back onto land and pops that eye socket back down into whatever horrific skull shape is on the top of this crab. I don't know. Yeah, the god of evolution, he brings his friend over to look at you. He goes, look at this. Look at this. I had no part in this. I sort of love it, but I, I, it's, it's a thing. Uh, De Bonesby uh, relays this information. That, that is a cot that has gone made a hard turn off the main path. I believe this may be a clue. Okay, what are we going to do? Are we going to disguise ourselves? Are we going to try to sneak up on them? We simply want to attend the show. We are simply travelers looking for entertainment who wish to enjoy some laughs and some feats of strength and some, uh, you know, I've always liked the ringleader, too. It's like they, they have a way, just the way they interact with the crowd. I'm sort of, I'm into that, you know. How do they work the crowd? How do they lead next? We want to, we want to see a show. And I don't want to give up this body yet. Though I could disguise myself as a normal man. Put a blanket on me and pretend I'm your weird crab mount. And I feel like, I think those mermaids could be helpful to us. If we continue on the K River, like, and they offered to help us, protect us. It, was, it took hardly any negotiation at all. Yeah, I... Plus, it's like, I think we should take a stand against wife stealing. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Bello. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so we're just walking up then. We're just going to go? Well, should we disguise? That's what I'm saying. Yes, let's just disguise. Let's disguise. Let's disguise. Okay. Stirfright reaches into his bag and whips out a disguise kit. He opens it up and uh, and puts up a bunch of makeup onto his face. He is no longer the black crow that you know. He is a green parakeet. Oh. Oh, all right. Ooh, that looks good on you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Don't fall in love again. <laughs> I... I I can't. Uh, Cordelia casts <laughs> invisibility on herself, which lasts up to an hour if she concentrates. Great. Uh, hey, Stirfry, do you have anything to cover my uh, antlers and ears and legs and tail? Stirfry reaches into his uh, disguise kit and fiddles around like a magician going through their top hat. And what does he find? The top hat. Ah! He takes it out and throws it to Albie. Albie fits it on her head, and then she's like, Pointing to her legs. He grab, he fiddles around and finds a, um, a long, uh, a bit oversized um, plaid button-down flannel. Okay. <laughs> Alvie puts it on and it uh, hits like <laughs> right at her ankles. <laughs> Thank you. Anyone else? Okay. <laughs> I'm a crab horse. <laughs> Disguise accomplished. It's a good one, dude. This, this is, it might be the best. I feel so powerful. I love it. It's so rad to see you truly happy. <laughs> it won't last, don't worry. Yeah, I'm aware. Oh, amen. Bellow's going to wild shape into a little corgi. Oh, Little corgi. Uh, somebody want to carry me in? I'll do it. Okay. And I'll be like, pats her knees so that Bellow jumps up into her arms. Bellow does. 
his tail is wagging. Stirfry reaches into his um, disguise kit and pulls out a little collar with um, uh, metal studs all around it and uh, tosses it to uh, the dog, Bellow. Yeah, this is my vibe. Thanks, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Bellow tries to put it on, but he has very short, stubby paws now. Stirfry picks it up and puts it around his head and pats him on the head. Hey, you go. Thank you. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's go. I'm right behind you. Oh, okay. Sorry, too close. <laughs> so Albie starts making her way towards, uh, in the direction of the tracks. You're not following them far. Why, it's only 100, maybe 200. Let's say 150 yards inland that you go before you come to a large clearing. They are, on the way there, there have been many other signs that say the Great Mitchell. They have been hastily uh, nailed up. And a large wooden cart painted red and white with gold-painted wheels, it uh, it sits in, in front of you. And behind it, you can hear some sort of movement and activity. It sounds like somebody's hammering something, sawing something. It's all happening very, very quickly. You hear splashes, and you hear uh, you hear glass shattering. And, oh, goodness, God, 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 absolutely. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. Branson, I want to look around the clearing to see if um, there's uh, those call stones. You don't see any call stones. Okay. Um, but also, I, I will say for, for that, what you can also tell is there seems to be no other civilization here. And what you've learned about the call stones so far would imply that there are no call stones here. Uh, so do we see the person that was... No, the cart is blocking. You just hear noises. Okay. Albie's going to sort of make her way towards the cart. You make your way towards the cart. The noises get louder and louder. You hear sawing. You hear hammering. You hear it sounds like something's being cut. Uh, and you go, there's no time. There's no time. The people have to be entertained. Do we see any kind of exhibits that we might expect from a circus? Uh, it is the back of the cart. You don't see anything. But you do see that, like, there is a... Uh, there is a large pole that is like, it, it goes up. As you walk up, a, a large pole goes up. Uh, it begins to wobble and it falls down. It's like, shit in vinegar. <laughs> uh, Stir fry uh, walks uh, towards the side of this uh, wagon, right? Yeah. Um, and just to see, is that, hello, is this where we get tickets? Oh, goodness, great one. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. And you see a human man with a very long, one man length top hat. Oh. He, uh, he turns and looks at you. The top hat stays put. It doesn't fall at all. It's perfectly balanced. He looks at you with wild eyes. He has wet, perfectly combed hair, a curled mustache. He wears vertically striped pants and a vertically striped suit jacket. He wears a long bow tie. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. You, you, are you the ringleader? I'm the... One in the scene, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I see my reputation precedes me. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't be- I am the great Thomas Mitchell. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, we just wanted to get tickets. to didn't mean to see the show before it, it started. No, of course. I see you. I, I see. I see you've heard all about me and my menagerie of freaks. Half one thing, half another. Yes, and, uh... Oh, goodness, there's more than one! (laughs) Yes, and... How many of you are there? Oh, just, uh... Just three and a whole... Just me, my dog, my friend here, our horse, and that's it. I must ask you to roll deception with disadvantage. (laughs) That sucked! (laughs) Oh, couldn't count in real time. (laughs) Okay, well, get ready, because it's a 19. 
All right, so just the three of you, strange looking as you may be, and strange sounding as your voice may be, no bother. Strange sounding, well, I'm quite sorry about that. I, I, we just wanted to guys- Don't worry! I'm no enemy of the strange. <laughs> In fact, I'm Strange's biggest fan. Well, I wanted to know if there was anything I might be allergic to in this circus. We are the weird ones. The wild ones. The dreamers. The round pegs in the square holes. Those in my circus don't quite fit in anywhere else in the world. And that's why I charge travelers to look at them. Stirfry's shaking his... Uh, Stirfry is nodding his head and uh, shaking his uh, extended index finger in like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cordelia realizes as they're all occupied that she can potentially sneak off and try and like look around. So what you see in the clearing uh, that's just obvious to see, you don't need to roll anything for this. You see poles, you see a stand. This guy is clearly, he put he's put some ropes up to circle off the area. He's getting ready to put a tent up. Um, and you see, uh, you see empty cages and uh, you see boxes, you see balls, you see a tank full of water, but there's nothing in it. And uh, the, the cart that was blocking the view that you guys have now come around, that... Is uh, that seems to be shaking just a little bit every once in a while, and it is padlocked. Okay, yeah, Cordelia's gonna sneak up to it. Absolutely, you sneak up to the cart. You're much closer now. You can see fine details on the cart. <laughs> okay, well, with her invisibility over her, she's going to just try and rip the padlock off. Make a strength roll. 16. 16. You try and you try, but it is metal. It is padlocked together. It's not budging. <laughs> Okay, she's going to circle the cart looking for any other potential way in. Uh, there seems to just be the door to the cart. There are also, uh, there is a single horse tied to the front of the cart. It is a gray horse. She is going to move silently around the horse. Okay, make a stealth roll. With advantage, you're invisible. 15. Great. You hear the horse in horse language say, something's wrong, but not wrong enough. <laughs> um... Cordelia, like, pumps her fist down, like, yes. And then she makes it all the way back around to the back of the cart, and she's now looking, she's inspecting the hinges to see if she could potentially pull the, like, nail, you know, like the, pull the hinges apart. Does that make sense? Uh, Are they no. doors? Of the, the cart itself or of the horse from the cart? Yeah, I want to try and pull the, like, pin out from the middle that would then open the door the other direction. Okay, make a uh, lock pick. Is there like a, a sleight of hand? Sleight of, of hand, yeah, yeah, yeah. A four. A four? <laughs> yeah. You try and it's not going anywhere. It's like normal times when you try to unhinge a door and what? No, you need tools. <laughs> uh, she does that thing where you know that it's futile, so you sort of just shake it and like shake your body too and try and uh, pull on it. The whole cart shakes. And from inside, you hear much more than what it seems like uh, should be able to fit in this cart. You hear animals uh, just say, whoa, goodness, in, in their animal languages. You hear some in comments, of, what's going on here? And you also hear, what? What's happening? <gasps> Flip cup?
<laughs> oh, what a cliffhanger for an ad break. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Uh, hello, 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 my friends and my lovers. Uh, it's producer Taylor coming at you yet again here in the semi mid roll. So one of the things we most love to share with you uh, in these things are other podcasts that we sincerely think that you will like. And of course, baby, you know, this week I have a really sweet new piece of genre audio fiction to share. So there's this um, like audio fiction studio in LA called Q Code. Maybe you've heard of them. Maybe you haven't. If you haven't, uh, they've been putting out some incredible stuff lately, uh, like top shelf talent, extremely well produced. We're here today to talk about their new show, The Beautiful Liar, their new narrative fiction podcast. Uh, it's a, a, a sort of a, a new kind of superhero story that's in partnership and inspired by uh, the songs uh, of uh, the band X Ambassadors. Uh, and I think you'd like it. You should check it out. Um, it, it's an original story featuring actors uh, Rory Andal and Schitt's Creek star Emily Hampshire. And if, you, if you've seen Schitt's Creek, you know she is, Emily Hampshire is very good and very funny in that. And I have heard uh, the first episode of The Beautiful Liar and she's great everywhere, it would seem. Uh, so The Beautiful Liar, I, I, I heard it, amazing sound design, stellar music, uh, very good storytelling. You're going to want to listen to further episodes. It's the sort of thing that just draws you further and further in. And it is out now. It just came out yesterday uh, on November 17th. But if you're an Amazon Music listener, you can hear new episodes a couple weeks early and ad-free. Though, hey, <laughs> far be it from me to denigrate the great tradition of ad Advertising. So if you're an Amazon music person, go there, listen now. Also, if you're a regular, go there, listen now with me. Uh, the Beautiful Liar, wherever good podcasts are treasured. And listen at the end of the show, and I'm going to put the full trailer for The Beautiful Liar at the end of the show to remind you as you depart the root tail space that there is but an infinite great world of very good audio fiction uh, being made these days, and you should give The Beautiful Liar a shot. Now, <clears throat> on to uh, 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 other business. All right, so next week we will be releasing, we've been talking about it for a while, we will be releasing the lost episode of Rude Tales of Magic. This was a canon episode with all the main characters and everybody uh, that was never released and we're going to be putting it out. Uh, so if that sounds interesting to you, if you'd like to return to the sun-scorched wastes of the Trashlands. 
with all your favorites. Uh, you are going to like the Lost episode, and that is going to be on our Patreon feed. That is going to be on the Black Rail feed that you can only access on the Rootails Patreon. Now, <sighs> Taylor, you're thinking, and you're thinking, you're a thinker, I know it. I know it. Look at you, sitting with your elbow on your knee and your fist on your chin, like a Rodan man. You, the thinker. Uh, you're thinking, Taylor. I'm. I don't. I can't afford to sign up for a Patreon for a, go- a podcast about Bobble- goblin butts every every week. And I'm gonna say, okay. So you're normal, great, uh, weird flex, but go off, Queen. Uh, no, but for real, you don't have to sign up for every month. You can just like join the Patreon and jump off. You can join the Patreon, get what you want, and get out of there. That's fine. We're okay with that. And when you do that, you also get two years of insane and wonderful uh, just wild bonus content that you're gonna uh, like a lot uh, and when I say bonus content what I mean is top tier <laughs> audio delights <laughs> so just you know tell your pleasure centers to buckle up uh, because the pedals to the metal and uh, the horizon stretches to the blacktop time not gonna re-record this that doesn't mean I don't love you Flip cup? What? What? Why? Wait, what? She's whispering in through. He's not whispering. Like <laughs> Flip cup, I need you to be what quiet. Why is it quiet? Did you become small? <laughs> Everything's been getting smaller. Oh, honey, just be quiet for me for one second. Stop okay? saying it's because I'm getting bigger. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I'm the size of a bear. Oh, you are? You don't know. You can't see me. I'm, How small are you? Can you see me? I'm eight feet tall. That's, what were you? Eight feet tall. Okay. <laughs> hey, Flip Cup, what's... Did you get caught? Yeah. Did you get caught in a net? Yeah. Are you stuck? I was circling Rosehaven and I saw a big ball of white in the sky and I got scared. So I flew away and then I met with a net got me. Good boy. Ah! <laughs> um, okay. Are you locked into a cage right now in... Yes! Okay. Can you get out? <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no, I did! Why didn't I think of that? I don't know. Do you want to try it? Oh, my God! See, you guys haven't changed at all! <laughs> oh, I know, but you've changed so much. You should love it! You guys love trapping me in places! You couldn't... That pocket was open on the entire top. Why? Well, I, I didn't know about that! Okay... Anyway, he's been making a lot of noise, and Thomas Mitchell is going to, uh, he turns his head and says, something's wrong with the cot! Uh, allergic to, uh, fish people? That just happens to some people, I'm sorry, there's nothing that can be done about it. I'm not a specialist. And he's going to walk over now, uh, to the cart and say, what's, what's all the meaning of this? What's, what's going on? Animals, animals, silence, silence, or you'll get the net. Cordelia is standing immediately in front of him, holding her breath. He takes a deep breath. <gasps> Something smells normal. But not normal like the out of doors. Normal the way a normal person smells. Must be me! Neither good nor bad. No, I already took note of your scent. It was river scented. Yip, yip, yip. Bellow is barking. What is it, blue dog? (laughs) Yip, 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 yip. Bark. Oh, he's trying to... He must like you. Is he not used to barking? Bello. The worst barking I've ever heard in my life. Bello bats his little dog eyelashes 
at Look, the man. Cute as a button, but bad at barking. And I, I am busy right now. I, I, excuse me, please. Um, I would like to audition for your circus. Uh, hold, uh, no, wait, hold the phone. Stryfry takes out his juggling balls and starts juggling. And, look, wonderful, delightful. That's not the type of circus. I, I know, I know people that can do. Uh, you, you're what are you, parakeet, parrot? Yes. A parrot man. <laughs> yes. You're hundred percent parrot man. One hundred percent parrot. I got nothing for you. Ah. While this conversation is happening, Bello is continuing to yip, and in dog, he's going to say, "Uh, <clears throat> Cordelia, get out of the way." Now's your chance. Does Cordelia see keys on him? On Thomas Mitchell? Yeah. Uh, make a make a roll for it. Make a perception roll. Twelve. Period. Okay, twelve. Um, Thomas Mitchell. Uh, he moves, and in his jacket, you see a flash of brass very quickly, and then it uh, his, he closes his jacket. Okay, Cordelia darts her eyes over to uh, Corby Corgi Bello. Cordelia darts her eyes over to Belgi. Corgi. <laughs> Belgi. Cordelia darts her eyes over to Corgi Bello, and. Um, as she steps back, she's going to dart her hand in and try and pull out whatever is shiny inside the ring master's coat. Okay, make a dexterity roll. Ugh. No, no, it's okay. It's four. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you dart your hand inside of his coat. You don't get anything. But Thomas Mitchell stands straight as an arrow and says, I've been groped by a ghost. <laughs> what is the meaning? What's something's going on? Uh, you, you there. You, uh, 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 he, he, he speaks to Stir Fry, Corgi Bello, the, the, the crab horse, and, uh, and Albie. And he says, uh, please, please, please. Uh, something is afoot. Something is wrong. I've made many enemies in my day, but I assure you, I'm a good man at heart. Please, I'm in danger right now, and I believe you are in danger too. Oh, oh no. no. Yes. Oh, yes. You're in a good amount of danger, it seems. Uh, okay, then, then, what is, I have an idea. Let's all walk towards the river then, to, 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 so we can see where danger might have uh, floated this way. Yes, I, I recommend you get out of here, post I would have loved to give you a tour of my menagerie of freaks. We can't leave without you. You, the entertainer, and we, who need entertainment. Well, if we're, if there's no safe space for entertainment, there's no space for us. Isn't he that right? grabs you by the collar ah! and he says, there's nobody braver than the storytellers. Ooh. He goes white. Did you hear that? What? What? I, I couldn't... Am I, I the only one who hears it? Y- yes. I don't hear anything. Cordelia's giving them all a thumbs up, but they can't see it. And she goes... Ooh. Go, now. Leave me here. Thomas. <gasps> That's my name. My first name is Thomas. Thomas Mitchell. <gasps> of course. It has to be me. Who are you talking to? You sound like you've seen a ghost. Yes, no, I have seen... A, what? I, I've told you now a few times I've seen a ghost. Oh, well, we're ghost experts. Make a deception <laughs> roll. <laughs> Sir Fry look is, Sir Fry looks at Albie like, what? <laughs> I love the support I'm getting at this at this table right now. Ooh, you know what? The dice likes what I'm doing because it's, <laughs> it's a 17. You ghost experts? What did you lead with that? Well, you, did, you didn't let us finish. Yes, I did. I gave many pauses in the conversation. I thought you I've were... been working on that. I thought you were. I'm a bit of a steamroller in conversation. W- w- wait, 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 wait. Look, we came here for entertainment. If you want us to do our job, that requires some kind of payment. Yes, I suppose that's fair. Okay, fair enough. You help me with my ghost problem, and I'll put on a show for you. You'll never forget. That's exactly the arrangement I was looking for. <laughs> clack, clack, clack. This is a beautiful, by the way, this is a beautiful crab horse, you said? Mm, yes. Half crab, half horse? I see what you're doing. Yes, half crab, half horse. Would you sell him to me? Thomas. Goodness gracious, all right. Uh, the, 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 the time grew short, all right. Uh, 
you help me with my goat's problem, and I'll put on a show for you, and you'll never forget. All right, we, we, shall, we shall take care of, we should have this ghost, but remember, depending on how dangerous it is, our price might change and grow. I understand anything. You, have, you, you must understand, I've made many enemies on this side and the other. Stirfry uh, begins walking in a circle, creating a line of dirt with his finger. He then puts an X through the dirt. He then puts a little cloud around that circle. And then he sits, looking at it closely, uh, throwing pebbles every which way, trying to discern uh, 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 some sort of meaning from these symbols. Um, Albie discreetly makes a gesture behind her back, and we see uh, an X get drawn in another area of the earth. <gasps> Look at that! The ghosts are responding! Calm down! You're Cal- having a conversation! Calm with the down! Tell them I'm innocent! We require to be silent. Please, sit down over here! Fine, I'll sit myself. Just tell them I'm a good man. Alright, alright, alright. Take off your jacket and calm down, calm down. We need you to relax. Give me your jacket! I'm most comfortable in my jacket. Thomas! Anything, yeah. And he takes his jacket off and he hands it to you. Guilty boy. I'm not guilty. No, please. I have a dream to show the good people of the world, the freaks of the world, so they can look at them. Will you please be quiet? We're trying to figure out what's going on. Stirfry looks. Uh, Stirfry uh, puts his chin. Stirfry holds his chin looking. He then uh, uh, blows in different directions upon upon the dirt. Albie uses uh, her powers to keep the dirt from moving. It stays in place despite Stirfry's blowing. Hmm. I think the ghosts want us to gain entry to the to the wagon. That's what I'm seeing. What's in your wagon? The, the, the freaks. My menagerie of freaks. My half animals. Half this, half that, half the other. Ha <laughs> ha. Yip, yip, yip. Oh, oh. Stir, stir fry pets uh, the, the corgi bellow. Okay, I think we must, we must go into your wagon and check. And check for any sort of uh, metaphysical remnants that might be atop of the creatures you have in there. Well, I, I guess I, I suppose I understand, but I, I insist I must go in with you. Oh, oh, oh of course. Nobody but me can control the freaks. Of course, as long as you're not too afraid. No. Because they can smell fear, and fear makes them more powerful. Well, a man can't be brave unless he's afraid. <laughs> That's... Good man. I bet you hold the crowd quite well. Yes, I do. I can't wait to see this during the show. Cordelia bends down and uh, speaks directly into Sir Fry's ear. And she says, don't freak out. Flip cups inside. Did you smell the ghost? Uh, I smelt it earlier. It smelt normal. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's very, very normal. normal. <laughs> very not- normal indeed. Very normal. Albie's clutching uh, Stir Fry's hand. Okay, well, uh, the ghost is saying they want to hurry. You know, let's get this show on the road, says the ghost. Yes, yes, yes. All right, all right, all right. Interesting. Very unlike any ghost I've ever met. Well, you're not the expert. We are. Well, I've just just said I've met a number of ghosts. Really? But how many have you cured? (laughs) How many have you cured of death? Cured of haunting? Cured of mm, meddling with the the living? What my partner here is trying to say is we've helped a great... No, he explained himself perfectly. I've met my better. Okay, well, thank you. Um, Okay, please, please. LB is like gesturing towards the door of the wagon. Yes. And now to... Grab my brass keys. <gasps> They're inside of my jacket. <laughs> I'll need my jacket back. Of course, please. Take your jacket and take take your key. Thank you. I take my jacket now. I remove my brass keys. Key number one, a decoy. <laughs> <laughs> Not to work. <laughs> now, now, I'm sorry. Are you a ringleader or are you a narrator? Because it seems like you're writing the story of every... It's a of ring of keys and I lead them. All right, all right. Ring two. It works half of the time. <laughs> Not today. Ring three. The correct key. I stick it now into the lock. 
penetrating the lock, docking inside. Wow. Ooh, this is Thomas. The, what? Oh. You, you hear that? You hear the ghost? No. What, what did you? What did you hear? I, I heard when I said docking. The the ghost. Thomas. The ghost is speaking to me. What's it saying? Saying my first name, but not my last. Your first name? Open the door! Open the door! It's being very, it's being very familiar with me. Yes. And he turns the key, and it, it unlocks the padlock. Right now, I'm going to open the door. What you see inside will shock you, I imagine. Yes. My cart is under a, well, it's under an illusionary spell. It's much bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Mm. Quite a bit of space in there. Ah, uh, that makes sense. The ghosts always are attracted to. Tricky spaces. Tricky spaces. Mm. Thank you, Abby. Mm-hmm. You're unlike any ghost experts I've ever met. Yeah, ain't that true? Tell me, where did you get your accreditation? Polaris, uh, Polaris University. University. Never heard of it. All right. Okay, so it's fucked up how big it is in here. We're talking hundreds of square feet. This is a, this is a, a four-bedroom apartment in here. Way bigger in here than it was on the outside. This place looks like a fucking zoo. There's cages of all sizes. They're lining the walls. You're looking at all sorts of animal hybrids. I'm talking a snake with butterfly wings. Uh, you, you got two skunks rolling around in here inside of our armadillo armor. You got a mule. Uh, there's a stick bug with a man's face and a man's hands who is also the length of a man. But he is a stick bug. Buddy, we got a uh, uh, we got a weird creature who walks on his arms and uses his legs as arms, and he smells like a concert. If you catch my drift, we got a uh, a rhinoceros with a snail's face that sucks. A gecko uh, with a rabbit's wife. Uh, a lion, but it's two separate lions, but they're combined. We've got a uh, we got a two headed calf wrapped in newspaper who looks up and he says, "I lived, bitch." Uh, we're talking a uh, we got a gorilla with the woodpecker's head. Uh, that's for Tim. We've got uh, we got some old postcards from all over the world and posters. They're up on the walls advertising the great Thomas Mitchell. He will bring you to the brink of applause. We've got an enormous tank. It's full of crabs with human beards. Uh, it's sitting in one corner, just glowing. Uh, there's a single pale merma- mermaid, identical to the ones from the river, that's swimming around in a circle. Wait, sorry. A stick man is the man's face, and a man, and it's about the length of a man. Yeah, that's great. Oh, th- yeah, it's pretty proud of that one. Sorry, continue. At the very end, you see a large, large birdcage big enough to hold a bear. And inside of it, you see your old friend Flip Cup. Except now, he's painted entirely blue. Oh. Oh. He's full grown, the size of a bear, every inch of a bear, and he is painted blue. He sniffs the air and says, Something's wrong! Bellow's tail starts wagging. Oh, oh, my ghost-detecting dog wants to go sniff around, and Albie gently sets... Corgi Bellow onto the ground. Uh, Corgi Bellow romps over to Flip Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah. You romp over to Flip Cup, and Flip Cup says, Are you here to be my food? Bellow, uh, Bellow can only bark. Bellow just yips at Flip Cup. Yip, yip. Oh, I'll take that as a yes. Get in here. <laughs> come on, come on, do it. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Very quietly, Bellow says, Where's Cordelia? Very quietly in... Uh, in Bear Owl, Bello says, It's me, dude. What? Who's me? What? What? What's going on? Who are you? Your best friend, Bello. Bello? Which one was Bello? The cool one. The cool one? The blue one. The skeleton was the cool one? No, I'm the demon. The demon? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> With the hair? You know, I remember, but the cool one. 
Uh, you are the muscular one. Well, okay, yeah, thank you. A lot of ghost activity around that bird bear. It's a bear owl, you see. It's oh. half bear, half owl. But I've never seen one like this. I've seen, I've seen owl bears, of course. I've even mm-hmm. heard of bear owls, but never one growing to this size. Yes, never seen one so well raised before. A remark? Well, no, he was actually quite feral when I found him, and he remains so to this day. Right. I would imagine he consumed whatever parents he had. <laughs> yeah, well, he could try. Um, but, but, <laughs> what does that mean? Is this is this creature haunted? I... If it is, of course, I will, I will, I'll put it out of its misery and kill it post haste. No, 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 of course, of course. To kill a haunted creature doubles down on the haunted. That would curse this cart for the rest of your life. Bulbercock, I'll kill it myself it... easily. Albie grabs uh, uh, Thomas Mitchell's hand. Please, you're inside of my cart. I... This is how proposals the... of marriage are not appreciated in the cart. Well, let's take it outside then. Really? Yes. I had noticed. <laughs> so Albie's going to try and, like, usher him outside. Well, if we are to go outside, all must go outside. I cannot leave my cart unattended. You understand? It's I, my livelihood. Don't worry. Leave I me the... I value my livelihood over even my life. Leave me the keys, and that way I will protect the livelihood for you. I... No, no. It doesn't work like that. I must be in the cart, or nobody is in the cart. Cordelia's looking for a empty uh, cage. Yeah, there's more than a few. A uh, very large, empty, open cage near him. Also, at the you know at the far end of the cart, at the at the flip cup end of the cart, Bello is looking for a little shadow or a nook where a small blue corgi could maybe hide out and pass detection from Thomas Mitchell. The barrel cage is suspended in the air okay. about two feet, okay. and you could hide under there, and it does cast a, a harsh shadow. Okay, Bello's gonna crawl under that cage. Please, please, I I must get the, this these words out of my heart and into your ears. Let's go outside. If I I'm just saying, if I am to go outside, I need all of you to go outside, and that includes your ghost sniffing dog who has disappeared from my view. Cordelia's going to step up and she's going to grab Albie's arm (laughs) to anchor her. (laughs) The ghost! Did it grope you as it groped me earlier? And she's going to kick Thomas in the chest into the cage. Ah, that's no grope! That's right. Albie's going to grab the keys off of his uh, jacket as he falls backwards and quickly close the door and lock it. (laughs) No, you don't know what you're doing! Key number three! Key number three! No, he's the one that works, please, no, please, please. And he grabs the, the bar and says, please, please, I'll do anything, please, please. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you're doing. Well, no, all, all we're doing is trying to solve the ghost mystery for you. So don't even worry. Don't even worry. We're fine. You're fine. Look, it's clear you're up to something else. And I'm warning you, you're playing with something you don't understand. Bonesby is really leaning into learning what it is like to be a crab that is pretending to be a crab mount that has been left by its domesticated masters. And he thinks, they've been in there a long time. I could go in and help with some of my many magical powers. But no. Stick to the ruse. I'll try to eat grass. <laughs> when we come back inside. You don't understand what you're doing. You fools! Then tell us. Give us all the information you have, and we'll make it. We'll make our decision. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it when we're in power. Yes, I see now. I see now the truth of it. You're evil. Evil? You're no. evil. You have all these creatures in cages. That's not evil. They're lower beasts. Please, I give laughter to all the children. Am I a lower beast? And Albie takes her disguise off. <gasps> Beautiful. <laughs> oh, thanks. Just great. Look at that half human, half 
fawn. Oh, wait, and but I am also not what I appear. He shakes off his makeup, revealing the crow black feathers of a Kenku. Oh, wretched. A full Kenku. <laughs> I've got fucking... I, and to think I called you my better. You are my lesser. What? Oh, oh. What are you talking about? What do you mean that we don't have the power here? You don't have any of the power here. Put me in a cage all you wish. But I am in possession of an invincible net. Uh, Albie turns to Sturfright. The net from the mermaids! And then she turns back. Yes, I snagged all of these creatures with my invincible net. I have plucked them out of the wilderness, or out of the homes or jobs that they were working at, and I have lifted them up into the light. Now they can entertain people. They're artists just like me. They don't want to be here. You don't know that. Wait, I'm sorry. Is this a magical net or just a net that works? It's an invincible net. It always works. Okay. Oh, you got an attitude with me? You're one fucking thing. You're not interesting to me. Whoa, whoa, no, whoa. fuck you. Oh, fuck you. I called you my better, and that stings. Oh, well, let it sting, bad boy. I, for what it's worth, I was... I it's could... worth nothing. I have an invincible net. Do you want to know how I got this net? Absolutely. Yeah. That's right. I was drowning in the sea. I thought I was going to die. I looked up, following the bubbles. Because I had learned, if you follow the bubbles when you're drowning... That's where the air goes. I was trying to follow the bubbles, but I was weak. I was drowning. I was dying. And then this beautiful net. This net. It caught me. Along with some fishes. A fisherman caught me. Me and a group of fishes. Fisherman didn't know what he was in possession of. I offered to buy the net from him. He agreed. He saved my life. And in return, I got his invincible net. I do not know what powers animate this net, but I know it always works, and those that are caught in the net are in your possession for your entire life. Sturfrey looks around. Can he see this net? No, you don't see it anywhere. In the what? Oh, Branson? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Bello? <laughs> Bello is going to climb out from under Flip Cup's cage, and he's going to wild shape back into his... Goodness! A wild shaping tiefling? Yeah, that's right. Incredible. Wonderful. You do well in a different circus. You have no interest to in me, of course. That, that's fair. Even though I'm half man, half demon, I understand. Well, you're full tiefling, I think of it as. Oh, you've got a weird standard. Anyways, <laughs> you're telling me that even if we opened these cages and freed all I'm just creatures. saying, if I put you on display, if I'm doing a show yes. and I bring a tiefling out, yeah. I'm getting booed. I mean, he's a nice-looking tiefling, though. Look, he's hot as the day I was born. I was born oh. in summer. <laughs> I, I will say, we this guy's proven to be quite the showman. We might want to trust his read on an audience. I think I could do it. It doesn't matter. You're telling me that even if we opened all these cages and freed all these beasts... They'd still be mine. But, like, only in name or, like... No, indeed, as well. So good luck! Congratulations, you've trapped me in a cage! Well done! Albie, free, free, free flip cup. Uh, Albie, uh, looking back, like, uncertainly, she's gonna walk over to Flip Cup's cage and try to unlock it with the keys. It unlocks. The door swings open. Flip Cup does not leave the cage. He says, you fools. The cages are not there for any reason other than the theater of safety. People come to these shows and they want to feel that they're not in danger. The cages do nothing. They're trapped there because of the net. As long as I have the net and as long as I possess the net, they are mine and they'll do exactly what I say, when I say, how I say it. So if we, someone else had the net, would it work the same way? You wouldn't have the net because I won't give you the net. But if they did? 
If they did, certainly. Oh, yes, they would be in possession of them. They could even free all of the creatures. Uh, Strifer uh, looks around. Now, Branson, can he see the net? You can't see the net, <laughs> Tim, okay, and the episode's the... going to get really long if you keep doing this. I'm, I'll, I'll... Fine, dude. It just sucks sometimes. Well, Tim, it's called D&D, not Little Timmy Wins Again, so well, you don't find the fucking net. That sounds like a pretty game. <laughs> what would it take to get you to free these I'm creatures? not freeing the creatures! We're not bargaining here! You trapped me in a cage, you fucking freaks! Tom. You! I'm at work right now! What's that? The ghost. <laughs> Thomas. Ghost, yes. The net. Where is it? I'm not telling you. I'm not letting go of my creatures. I'm a performer at heart. I'll keep them safe for you. I don't care what you'll do. It's what I'll do. And I'll keep them forever. I am a performer. Even in the face of death, I am a performer. Stir fry nods. He respects. (laughs) What if you did the show for us? Yes, yes. I'll do the show for you. I'll show you exactly what you're missing out on. Starting with this precious bear owl you seem so obsessed with. Okay. Uh, LB looks at uh, Bellow and Stir Fry like, should I let him out of the cage? No. No. Can you do the show? Do the show for, it seems like you can do the show for me in the cage, to be perfectly honest. You'll be getting half a show. That's well, I true. I believe with a performer of your caliber, half a show would be worth the price of entry. That's where you're right. <laughs> It'll be worth double the price of entry. I should try more. All right, fine. We begin the show. He claps his hands, and you hear gears and cogs turning all around you as the cart itself begins to transform into its showtime form. Spotlights, their source unclear, move about to fanfare as the cart itself expels steam and expands. Trap doors beneath you open up and spring-loaded seats pop up under you. Showtime! Marionette cherubs fall from the ceiling and fly around your head, playing tunelessly on their harps as fanfare blasts around you. You hear a horrible steampunk cranking as Flip Cup's cage rotates in place and a tawdry stage forms around him. Painted entirely in blue and surrounded by steam, underlit by newly emerged footlights, Flip Cup looks as monstrous as you've ever seen him. The devil of the desert indeed. The walls behind Flip Cup part, revealing a stage curtain, which also parts. A mechanical band of animatronic hybrid animals glide out from backstage and wave repetitively. A mechanical weasel with a man's personality looks over his shoulder from his piano at you and unhinges his jaw. Let's go! A mechanical chimera in a pizza chef's hat sits at a drum kit and counts them off as the band begins to play. And tears are streaming down his face. He says, want to talk to you. Oh, I've been to Georgia and California and anywhere I could run. Took the hat of a preacher man and we made love in the sun. 
But I ran out of places and friendly faces because I had to be free. He looks out at all of you and he, stir fry, he makes eye contact with you as he sings. I have been to paradise, but I've never been to me. And so this is all in common. We could all understand yes. this. He learned the song in common. Oh my gosh. Stirfry cries. <gasps> this is my show. Albie's, Albie's like rubbing Stirfry's shoulder. My boy. He has a. You hear? He has been to him. He has to know it yet. He has to know it yet. Thomas Mitchell stands up and dusts himself off inside of his cage. And so you see, even from inside of my cage, the animals listen to me. They'll do whatever I say. Let's make a little deal, eh? I'm one for deals. Why don't you let me out of this cage and I'll forget this whole thing ever happened? How about you wait just one one quick moment? We've got a few mm, friends in here we would like to mm, remove and then we'll let you be on your way forever. Bear our friend in this mermaid. We would like to take with us and then we'll be out of your way forever. Yes, that's good, LB? I guess. Oh, my God. You need... We're making deals. You have to be stone-faced. Sure, yes. Yeah, that's good. That's it. Just those two. Okay, well, you sounded, sounded like a... Okay. <laughs> um, and the stick figure man. <laughs> Hello. The stick bug man. You're and getting the, greedy. And the stick bug man, yes. But yes, that's that's our deal. It's always been a part of the deal. We've always loved the stick bug man. And in exchange, you'll exorcise the ghosts? Yes. yes. Prove it. Uh, Show me dominion over the ghosts. So far, all you've done is be here at the same time as the ghosts. I could make a bear owl sing. What can you make a ghost do? Albie... I I want to hear a song from a ghost! Fuck you. (laughs) Spirit! What? I, as a tiefling, have a communion with hell. I call upon that communion to command you, sing your spirit's wail! While Abello is doing this, Stir Fry is, is shaking his hands and, and sort of praying up and praying up. Beautiful. He looks at, at Bella's beautiful. Well done. I mean, a little stiff, but the charisma is there. Yes, you have a, a natural gift. Bello f- uh, flings his hair back. <gasps> oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer. Albie uh, rolls her eyes into the back of her head and joins in so that Cordelia doesn't feel embarrassed. Had a very shiny nose. He points to Albie and says, quiet you. Oh. (laughs) And if you ever saw it. Saw it. You would even say it glows. (laughs) All of the other reindeer. Used to laugh and call him game. He falls to his knee, I believe. <laughs> I believe you have dominion over the ghost. You humiliated that ghost. I believe you now. Incredibly. A song I'd never heard before. And you there. Seems I underestimated you. He turns to Stir Fry. Seems I underestimated you. You were able to create the sound of drumming with your mouth. At first it sounded bad, and in fact the whole time it sounded bad, but it did provide a beat for the song. Yes. Even with just a voice, a beat can be provided if one trains with the dark arts. And I hope one day you will. (laughs) (laughs) The dark arts? Well, we've humiliated the ghost for you. No, please, no. All you did was... 
You exhibited dominion over the gods. There's nothing humiliating about performing. It's the noblest thing. Here's, here's the, here's, I will finish this. Spirit. Yeah? Do you agree if the three beasts we named are freed, you will haunt Thomas Mitchell no longer? Cordelia steps up immediately in front of Thomas Mitchell. He's looking around. Yes, spirit, please, answer, please. Please, I mean you no ill will. Yes. You will. Take them. Take them. I release them. (gasps) I release the bear owl. I release the mermaid. I release Stickman. Goodbye, Thomas Mitchell. Goodbye, ghost. I will come back for you. No, what? (laughs) If you ever reclaim any of these three creatures again. All right. Then our deal is brokered. Goodbye! And Cordelia, like, backs up. Yes, I heard some footsteps. I <laughs> believe that ghost is gone. Let's get our friends out of here. Uh, yes. uh, Stir Fry is going to uh, walk to the mermaid. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, mermaid. Uh, the mermaid looks at you and says, Hello! Uh, can you... Is there a way we get... Can you, can you, can you be on land at all? A uh, brief amount of time! How far are we, how, how far are we from the... Um, 150 yards. Uh, how's about 150 yards? It's gonna hurt! Mm. We're returning you to your spouses. Well, then great! Is there a bu- uh, Albie's looking to see if there's a bucket. Uh, there is a bucket. There's. It is. That's it, though. It's just a bucket. Okay, it's better than nothing, so Albie's gonna take the bucket and put some water from the tank into it. Yeah, the mermaid looks and nods and understands. I'll shove my head in there! Perfect! Uh, Stirfry uh, clicks his fingers. Steed! 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 Steed the bones, be. Um, Crabonesby, uh, picks up his head. He says, ah, it is time. Yes, I've been studying for this moment. I shall go to my master. And, uh, and Crabonesby, uh, scuttles around and up into the, uh, up into the, the wagon. Take this mermaid back to the water as fast as possible so they can love that water they so desperately love. Uh, he clacks his, uh, his... Pinchers in agreement. Um, uh, Stirfry uh, takes that bucket and puts it on top of the crab. Uh, yeah, Krabby uh, runs out of the uh, out of the the wagon and scuttles his way to the riverbank. Yeah, there's a, a mermaid on your back with her uh, head in a bucket, and she, she's just like making idle chatter with you. Thank you so much for doing this. Now that we're away, I can reveal I'm an intelligent man, and this is our rescue mission. That's we are. A, that's of no material value to me. Very well. Here we go. Into the water. We're all each other's wives. <laughs> that was me to wear. All right, yeah. And DeBonesby uh, just uh, carries her into the river. Great. Yeah, she goes into the river. She swims out. Uh, she rejoins the other mermaids. They all swim in a Busby Berkeley circle, and the mermaid you returned uh, lifts up out of the water <laughs> and spits water up into the air, and this is their way of saying thank you. Well then, merfolk, I believe our deal is complete. I grow bored with this form. I don't like being subservient to my bird or to you. And uh, with his ankle still in the water, DeBonesby changes back into his normal skeletal figure. All right, yeah, the mermaids, uh, they, they swim around and they swim up to you on the bank. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I trust you will escort us the rest of the way up the cave river. Yes, we had a deal. Excellent. I will go rejoin my friends and make sure that none of them have gotten into any stupid trouble. Yes, we'll wait here for you! 
All right, and Bonesby turns around and walks back at a dignified pace. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Four minutes later, you return to the cart, and uh, uh, you see inside the stick, uh, the stick man, the stick bug man, and Flip Cup have been released from their cages. Flip Cup is, is shaking his his feathers and fur to try to get the blue off of it. Oh, that's Flip Cup. Why is he blue? I think he was inspired by me. Thomas Mitchell from inside of his cage. And now you to let me out of the cage. I'll answer why your bird was blue. Okay. But let me out of the cage first. I don't want to know that bad. Um, Good lord, we had a deal. Stir fry, um, stir fry motions to Albie to, uh, to open the cage. Albie sighs and opens the cage. You hippies with your, your morals. and the, I put on an unforgettable show for people. And you come here giving me a hard time locking me in a cage for it. I've never heard a single one of these beasts complain. Well, do you Except for that one over there, who I forced to take a vow of silence. <laughs> and a strange creature who walks with its arms as its legs and its legs as its hands <laughs> looks at you and it nods tropically. Well, that's what... Well, thank you so much. We're gonna go, though, to be perfectly honest... You're a great showman. I hope someday I can be in the audience and watch, and I can juggle. So, if that's ever in your need, I have no place for you in my circus. Just put your lips together and blow. What? Whistle. If you ever need me, whistle. You know how to whistle, don't you? It's more of a tongue thing. The putting your lips together and blowing is not all of it. Really? I've never... I, actually, the tongue I've never, plays a role. I've, that, I've never actually been able to whistle. Do you have lips? No. Well, that's why. It's a beak. How do you kiss? Uh, heavy tongue stuff. Enough! Stop this! Stop it! Stupid! 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 Stop! walks out and says an offer okay I can offer you fame <laughs> I can offer you adulation I can offer you a sense of purpose I have all those things do you yes you seem lost to me I don't want to accept your offer I decline your offer fine very well good luck then thanks you'll never know the epic highs and tragic lows of a performer I just hope that you asked everybody that you put in cages with whether or not they wanted. What do you fucking think I did? Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, goodbye. All right, goodbye. Albie leaves. Outside the wagon, still invisible, Cordelia is going to uh, move up to Bello and speak quietly so as not to be heard. She's still trying to stay invisible from uh, Thomas. Mm. Bello. Yeah. That thing you did with the mermaids. Uh Uh-huh. Where you made them glow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to do that here so we can find the net? I could try it. Would you? Bello's going to cast, once again, his his one of his favorite vacation spells. He's going to think of a sunny day and cast Weather is Here, Wish You Were Beautiful, imbuing all objects in a 20-foot radius in a brilliant sunny blue light. So this is insane what happens because inside of that 20-foot radius is the cart itself. And Thomas, you hear him shriek, Blue! Everything's become blue! Goodness gracious, these ghosts are not done with me! Every single one of my creatures is blue in here! And he storms out of the cart and says, What is this? What's going on? I thought we had a deal! This is what happens when I leave. What? It'll be done soon. She's returning to the to the plane of spirits. And, yeah. and, and I have to become blue as a result? It's only temporary. Freaky ghosts! Cordelia's going to look around looking for something that looks like a net. You can see the cart is open, and you can see every creature inside of the cart is glowing mm-hmm. blue. Uh, Flip Cup, who had come with you and had just shaken off most of the blue, mm-hmm. is like, motherfucker! <laughs> He's now blue again. He um, 
But you can also see inside of the cart, there is a, uh, a small chest and there is blue light glowing out from out of the chest. Okay, Cordelia's going to go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Make a run. All right, so she's going to run in and can she open it or is it locked? Not locked. Amazing. She's going to open it. She touches it. Mm-hmm. It's a net, a gl- large glowing blue fishing net. As soon as it touches me, it's an item that I'm carrying and it becomes invisible. Okay, it disappears. Uh, he sees this. So he sees the net go and disappear. No, ghost, please, no! She runs. The secret to my no, the secret to all of my success, no, please! She runs out. Well, you hear him call out. Fine, ghost, very well. Take the net. I've made it clear. As long as I live, those that I caught with the net remain mine unless I release them. So have fun with my net, ghosts. Stirfry takes out his crossbow and just points it. <laughs> Good lord. This was a sting the whole time, wasn't it? Release them. You were working with the... Release them? Release them. This is my livelihood. Release them. I am a moral performer. They'll be released one way or another. I donate to the communities. (laughs) Stripper, maybe we should just, like, cut our losses and run. Stripper takes out his his juggling balls, tosses them one at a time to to him. Learn a new trade. (laughs) Good Lord. Perhaps I did underestimate you. He hangs his head. All of my creatures are free. The gates swing open, and one by one, these creatures step out of their cages. A mule. (laughs) A gorilla with a woodpecker head. A lion that looks like a normal lion, but it's two different lions. (laughs) That's how parents work. Well, no, not this one. There's something different happened with this one, and he knows about it. Uh, an inverse mermaid. All of these things, they step out of the the cage. He's, well, look, well, well, my crew, well, you know, I, I gave you, I gave you the adulation of the stage, and I will accept my thank you now. They descend on him, <gasps> and they just start. Ta- it is, uh, it's. It's like a, a football huddle of just creatures and limbs and tiger tails and skunk tails. That's a, that a, a skunk tail coming out of a cat. Oh, freaky little creature. Uh, these things, they're just, they're tearing them. They're biting me. They go, no, 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 fuck. Ah, I die the performer's death. <laughs> I go straight to heaven. Whoa, he should have just let you shoot him. Also, Cordelia's going to walk over to him and put coins on his eyes as he dies. I go straight to... I feel it now! My soul is going to heaven! No! (laughs) And Cordelia drops uh, invisibility concentration. Oh, Cordelia, that was amazing! We got this net! We got a net! Yay! We got this huge cart. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Do we want a cart? And there are all of these mules and creatures that we could surely convince to pull it for us. They, uh, the <laughs> creatures at this point, they are driven wild with uh, freedom. With freedom, yeah, this freedom they haven't had in some time. They are, um, they're rearing their heads and they run out of the car. Bellow, a uh, a rhinoceros with a snail's face, uh, just com- like directly, it just it hits you. Luckily, no horn. Little snail face, but it does like <laughs> rhino charge over you, and that is going to do eight damage. Oh, hello! And you hear it, it you hear it shout, Alvy's gonna run over and uh, try to help Bello up. Oh, I wish I had some salt. Are you okay? Wait, why do you want salt? 
Because with a snail. Oh, because he'd melt it. Yeah. And you see the animals charging off beyond. Uh, they, they charge past you uh, into the clearing, into the woods. Uh, you see a, uh, a kangaroo with a uh, ostrich's ass. Uh, it's, <laughs> it, it's leaping forward. And those of you who have speak with animals, uh, you hear it shout, uh, Now to devastate the local ecosystem! Hello, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you okay? Um... No, but I can, I can heal myself. Don't worry, guys. It's okay. And Bellow's going to charge some of that green healing energy again, and he's going to heal himself, a thing that he rarely does because he's so giving. Oh, I feel better. Ooh. Thanks, Albie. Yeah. So we've got the cough now. That was fun. Hey, we all played like a... We all played a... I feel like we put on a show. Each of us playing a different role than we usually play. Yeah, I don't think that... Pretending like that is for me, really. I'm yeah, gonna leave it. You were really, you. you guys were really good at it. You like, you really vibed as like paranormal investigators. Yeah, that was actually pretty awesome. I kind of spooked myself as a ghost a little bit, though. Yeah, no, you, you were, were great. Weird. I ate grass outside. Yeah, Debozo, you really went method there for a minute. I'll never do it again. <laughs> Where have you guys been? What's been going on? What's Yay! happening? Yay! Cordelia like jumps on him and uh, gives him a huge hug. You're so big! Ow! Ah! You're so big! Ow! You're so big! Get what in here, guys! Yeah, yeah. So my hello, it's my little boy. My just little... Uh, uh, an owl leg, just sort of like keeps stir fry <laughs> legs playing, reaching through, reaching through their fingers. Oh yes, come! Oh, I love. Yes, come, come, come. <laughs> oh man, have you been? Bad. Yeah. I was captured. I was at a circus. I was painted blue by magic. What about before that? What? Well, then I was free. That's nice. I was free of the switchblades. I've been making little flip cups. Oh. You taught me. I taught you to masturbate. Well, I got others to Cordelia. I. You're right. Actually, I don't know why. I no, that's that, so. That's cool. He's got to learn no, someday. I, didn't I taught others Kim. to masturbate too, and you get enough people masturbating together, and eventually, it just one thing leads to another. I should have taught you some shame. Well, no, too, too late now. Way too it's late. It's locked in. Well, congrats. Congratulations, that's so exciting. I have children all over! Okay. I ate a person! Oh. Uh. Oh. I would I would maybe like I wouldn't do that so much. I would stick to like pigs or cows. No, who are you to tell me what to eat? No, I ate a person! I just think hey. you get you could get into trouble that way. Hey. Could, yeah, what? It's okay. Let's just well, he's an adult now. So. What was the ball of light? It scared me! It scared us too. Um, while this conversation is happening between uh, Bello, Cordelia, and Flip Cup, Albie kind of like nudges Stirfry mm. and she's like, Hey, can I tell you something? Oh, yes, of course. Bello kissed me. In your dreams? Oh, no, hey, no, in real life. What? He kissed me! And she's pointing to Bello in case Stirfry doesn't know. Yeah. For, for he actually and and you kissed him back because you like him. Yeah, sorry, wasn't that obvious? Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's. Stuff. I looks at Cordelia and looks back. Uh wait. Um. Yeah, that's that. Hey, uh, Albie. Did you like him? No. 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 Please, please, please. No one here is my type except. Well, you know. Um. And and it's it's. No. That's great. That's so good. That's so good. That's A. That's awesome. Are you feeling relieved? Okay, or do you I feel just, relieved? I just saw how you act. You're acting right now. You're not happy for me. 
what did I do wrong? Did I do something you wrong? You didn't do no, you don't know, Albert. You didn't do anything wrong. I I am so happy for you. It just you know. I'm just getting used to it. Because I, in my mind, you guys have just become just friends, just really good friends. And so I'm like, I'm like thinking about all the things. I'm like, oh, have I, did I see this wrongly? And and maybe I've got a crush on Bello too. Maybe that's what you're reading into me. Oh, but you're, I'm being, a- you're being weird. I shouldn't have told you. No, please, no, please. You can always tell me stuff. I love to be told stuff. I think this is, this is so good. I, I love it. Yeah? I, I love you. Hey. Oh. I love you. Not like that. You're not my type. For the okay, you can stop saying that now. People keep on saying, though, that I like you, and it's really annoying to me because you're not my type. Maybe one person said it, and they didn't know you. People keep... They, that's right. If they say they don't know me. <laughs> okay. But... Hey! Stir-fry is sort of getting used to this. Congratulations. Thanks. I, I, I hope this feels really good. It does. Hold on to that feeling. I'm going to try. And while this conversation is happening, Bello is still talking to Cordelia in... Bear Owl, and he mm-hmm. says, "Hey, um, by the way, yeah. while we're while we're having this, I I I want to. We should have a talk soon. Okay. There's something really cool I want to tell you. Have it now. <laughs> I can hear. Oh. You're okay. talking in my language. Have it now, because otherwise I'm going to ask Cordelia what happens when we die. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Tell me. Okay, okay, just tell me right now. Um, so uh, just because I ate a guy and he was a priest and he was he was saying that he goes to his reward and that seemed confusing to me. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Let's talk about what Bella wants to talk about. Okay, mid prayer. That's <laughs> so, when I ate him. So do you remember? Do you remember when we were in Rules Haven? Yeah, I do. And we met that guy Ulcer Anatomies. Yeah. And he told us that we had to go to hell and die and and all that stuff. And like it had to be kind of soon to say Polaris University, all that stuff. Thank you for the yeah, absolutely. I do. I do remember that. One. So it got me thinking, like, what's important and what I want, and like who matters to me. Yeah. And Bello, uh, I I'm feel like sorry, I want to tell Bello, you, th- Bella. I'm sorry. What? I'm so sorry. I have to stop you. No, what? I don't feel that way about you. I'm oh, sorry. I see, like, I told you, you're not the cool one. I oh, like I just have to. I'm sorry, Cordelia. Cordelia, can yeah. I be, can I be totally honest with you? It's not going to change my feelings. No, no, I, Look, I know, I know. You're so great. No, I thought that for a while actually, because like you're maybe the first person that ever like didn't like show any interest in me, and that was weird for a while. Okay, because I was like, oh, maybe she's just like on that level where like the she's so true. into me that it doesn't read. But then I realized, no, she's just like she doesn't feel that way. Uh huh. And so uh-huh. I get it. That's fine. That's not what I'm going to say. Oh my god. Just fuck, it feels so good. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. I was thinking about all those things, about what matters, blah, blah, yeah. blah, what I want. And uh, so Albie and I, uh, on the boat, yeah. we kissed. And we're like kind of exploring that right now and trying to figure out what that means. And it, w- But it was cool. And I liked it. Cordelia steps back and she's blinking rapidly. Uh, wait, is Albie? something in your eye? Um, yes. Uh, is did Albie kiss? Wait, Albie kissed you? Well, I kissed her, and then Albie kissed me. Uh, so I guess there was some kissing. And uh, sorry, she wanted you to tell me. No, no, I just thought I should tell you because I felt like we had that rapport after we uh, swapped bodies. Oh, okay. Um, but I and I also wanted to tell you because I know how important she is to you, and I want you to know like I'm not, I'm gonna, I don't want to hurt her. You know, I'm ta- I I want to, I want everything to be good. You do, and I feel like oh. you would respect that because you are you know you care about her so much because you're such good friends. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh fuck. 
Um, but you could talk to her about it, too. Yeah, like, I'm fucking gonna. Uh, um, okay, sorry, I'm just trying to take this in. Um, what did Flip Cup say to her? She looks so upset. I, uh, we all really need to learn how to speak an animal. I'll tell you what. Hey, Fred. <laughs> yes, I've been here. Okay, well... Fuck. Um, I'm really happy for you. Oh, cool. And more like, fucking finally. <laughs> She's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, like, we've been through a lot. I mean... It's hard sometimes to, like, focus on, like, you know, romance when we're, like, fighting witch hunters and, and fighting Brian Fox and fighting nacho monsters, just to name a few. I mean, you found romances elsewhere, but okay. Um... I just have to tell you that Oh, what? I'm in love with her too. <laughs> what? Yeah. Romantically. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Alvy's waving in the distance. Cordelia waves back. That see okay. That you didn't say Yes! Cordelia hits him in the chest hard and pushes him back. Whoa! She was going through a lot. That letter had no shit in it. There was nothing there. Kill each other! (laughs) Hey, stop squawking. Stop squawking. Speak. The letter was the start of a conversation that I wanted to have. They're being poisoned by the mind of the terrible bear owl with its language. You've had weeks. What do you mean the start of a conversation? Weeks? It's been it's been like three days since we got out of... Oh my fucking god! This is why I fucking left in the first place! All you motherfuckers ever do is you just talk about your feelings to each other and how bad you want to kiss each other! You need to just fucking get over it and fuck each other! I'm telling you, get off the fucking... I don't know what you got down there! I know what I got! It's a dangly drip! You need to get your dangly drips out and just make it happen! I swear to god, I'm gonna take to the skies again! <laughs> Jesus... Go get some food. Yeah, I will. I'm going to eat a bunch of those guys. We were not friends. Eat that, he, eat that dead circus guy. No, no. He tastes like his own ego. And he's going to fly out of the cart chasing some of the, the, the half hybrids. Cordelia disengages and walks over to Albie. What is happening? You and Bello. I wanted to tell you. No, it's okay. Um, I didn't, I wanted to tell you, I just, it had to be, you know, it had to be the right time, and I didn't want to rush it. Didn't want to rush it? What are you two up to? I thought it was not going to happen a year ago. I thought that a year ago. No, like, that, you know, like, I don't know. um, Hey, Elby grabs Cordelia's hands. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, I wanted to tell you. I didn't, I wasn't trying to hide it from you. Cordelia, (laughs) Cordelia kisses Elby. Because I like you romantically. 
What is happening? I don't know. I just figured it out. Albie looks at Bello. Bello is shocked. Bello is stunned. Cordelia does not look at Bello. Cord, what are you saying? I'm saying... I'm saying I'm in love with you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Albie just sort of like swallows hard and like just starts walking in a daze. Wait! Why? Yeah. Yes. Loves me. Look. You're the most heroic person I've ever met. Okay? You're good. You're weirdly good, actually. And, um, I... I feel like you're kind of like from another dimension or a world or a different timeline, but you're not. And somehow you're here and we got to have you. And you make this world better. Even though it doesn't have any right to be good, but you make it good. And even back in school, I figured, like... (sighs) Everybody ever, eventually we'd part ways, and I'd spend the rest of my life. I just figured I'd get to spend the rest of my life saying yes when eager little baby monks <laughs> come up to me all fucking sunshine, asking, do you know Albie? Oh, and right hand to Johnson Christ, that was more than enough, okay? Everything else. Every minute I get is just icing on the best cake that's ever been made, and this cake goes perfect with like a cup of coffee so you know i'm all about it and anyway coffee anyway um fuck god damn it what with one day look you being happy is an objective good and if bello ever hurts you i'll rip off his arms oh and then his legs oh and then his tail and I'll make a pile, and I'll hear this. light it on fire. I know! Then I'll drop coins in his ashes, and I'll find him in hell, and I'll do it again. <laughs> but you being happy is really the point. So I love you, and now you know, and I love you in all the ways that you're going to let me. Oh, Cord. Albie just grabs Cordelia's hands and she's like kissing her hands. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm so confused. I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm sorry. I thought you knew how I. I obviously love you too, but I just, I'm so confused. Can I love two people? Why didn't anyone flirt with me up until two days ago? To be fair, I've admired you and loved you since the jump. Oh, gosh, I'm so stupid. You're not stupid. I actually didn't... I didn't totally know either. Um. Uh, Elby looks at Stir Fry. Is this why you acted so weird when I told you? Yeah, so we were actually pretty good friends, Cordelia and I. So, yeah, we've been talking about this for... You told Stir Fry before you told me. You were talking in Bear Owl! (sighs) Yeah, true. You guys have to teach me how to talk animal, Okay. If that's possible, I will. I don't want to ruin anything. She shrugs. Fred, do you need a breakdown of what just happened? <laughs> Can you, did you perceive everything well? Yes, I understand. You're all so goddamn horny for each other all the time. I perfectly understand it. Okay. Ah, yes. Quite the rude tale indeed. That was Ali Fisher as Cordelia. Carly Monardo as Albie. Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bonesby, Tim Platt as Stir Fry, Joe Lepore as Bellow, 
and Branson Reese as everything and everyone else. Rude Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse. He sounds nice. With additional sound design by Michael Gelfi and with the infinite dark beneficence of Sidney and Benjamin Paul. See you next time, weary traveler, when you most desire even more rude tales of magic. I'm Sam Nelson Harris from the band X Ambassadors and co-creator of Q Code's upcoming podcast, The Beautiful Liar. This show is a truly original, unlikely superhero origin story. The Beautiful Liar features a blind teenager named Clementine, played by Rory Ann Dahl, who struggles to hide her superpowers from her friends and family. The show also stars Schitt's Creek's own Emily Hampshire as her shadow, the devious voice in her head. It's an incredibly fun, dark, and thrilling story, inspired by my childhood experience growing up with my brother and fellow band member Casey, who has been blind since birth. We listened to audiobooks and radio dramas together before podcasts were even a thing. So there you go. I am beyond excited for you to hear the trailer now. Do you mind? Oh, what? No, of course. I mean, we really want to be um, accommodating, you know, to your, your needs. Thanks. You're our first real blind person, you know, and I'm so excited. Oh, gosh, uh, that'll be your student guide. Please come on in, Evan. Clementine, meet my bandmates, Sadie. Hey, Clementine. And Veronica. Why is she crashing our practice? Let's go, Clem. Your mom looks nice. Yeah, I've heard that looks can be deceiving. My name is Adrienne Fisher. My daughter, Clementine, was a participant in a Wixer medical trial about 15 years ago. I'm worried about Clementine. There have been some strange moments with her since middle school. Lights flicker when she gets worked up. A couple of light bulbs have exploded when she's been particularly emotional. Lately, she's been talking to herself. I'm your new best friend, Clementine. What? Who said that? You can think of me as your shadow. I'm here to protect you, to keep you from losing control again. I'm sorry, I know this sounds crazy. You gotta be careful. Teens, a few of them have gone missing. Clementine, I mean, client four. 
she's missing. We must find her. That was a HeadGum Podcast.